If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I have a friend here today who I know you're going to love as much as I love her, and I'm so excited to be hanging out with her today. I have LaVon Shields. She is a business accountability coach. I'm going to tell you about her more in a moment, and she also, of course, helps on the accounting side. LaVon, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you here. I am too. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. We're going to have so much fun. I know it. So before we get there, though, if you haven't downloaded our special gift yet, definitely do that. You can go to www.salescoachnow.com forward slash gift. It's a PDF. It's six secrets to doubling your sales. It's just a nice little thing to put in front of you. Look at it every day. It'll help you stay on track. And I'd also love to partner with you on your next event, conference, or sales training session. My fall is crazy. August is always interesting. Not a lot going on in August, but September, October, November are filling up fast. So if you have an event coming up, I still have some availability. Definitely email me at contact at salescoachnow.com and my team can check dates for you. Also, this is so cool because you are a podcast listener and now we have listeners in over, I think, 70 countries plus plus all over the world. But because you're a podcast listener, there's a special price for sales camp. All you have to do is email us at contact at salescoachnow.com and mention that you heard about the special price on the podcast and we will let you know what that is. Uh, we just had someone taking advantage of it last week and they were super excited and they're also bringing their business partner. So we'd love to support you with that. If you are enjoying the show, please, please leave us a review on iTunes and on Stitcher and share it with five of your friends to help them have a great year in business as well. We have a sponsor today and we couldn't do this without our sponsors. We want to thank the We Mentor Mondays community. And Nancy asks, she says, are you snuffing out creativity and opportunities for innovation because of how you are leading? Is your business running you? Is there a disconnect between you and those you employ? 
Are you recovering from a major setback and need a new skill set to recover and rise from the experience with clarity, resilience, and new perspective? If you answered yes to any of these questions, check out wementor.com. And the founder is Nancy Meyer. I've had her on the show. She's super cool. At We Mentor, they help you business owners who have six or seven figure businesses reveal and connect with who you are as you redesign your biz. So go to wementor.com. Check out We Mentor Mondays with Nancy. And I want to thank Nancy Meyer again for being one of our sponsors. So with that, let me tell you about our guest today, LaVon Shields. LaVon is a business accountability coach and accounting strategist. She uses her expertise to help engage business owners in the financial management of their businesses. She serves as an expert for the Inland Empire Women's Business Center in San Bernardino, California, and is a QuickBooks instructor for the Inland Empire Small Business Development Center, also known as the SBDC. And I've known, I was trying to calculate, LaVon, how long we've known each other, and then I realized that just aged me, so I decided not to figure out the numbers. But I just want to say that I'm so excited to have you on the show. It's been amazing to see your business journey LaVon helped me in the very beginning when I just had a mess with my accounting system. She helped support me in getting it all cleaned up so that I could actually know that, you know, if my business was making money and I just so grateful. And we've known each other through Nabo and she's really like a sister to me. I miss all of my Nabo sisters, my girlfriends in California. So my heart is just like so happy today. So LaVon, tell us a little bit about when you launched your first business and kind of the evolution of the business to where you are today. And then we'll jump into the limiting beliefs because I think it's important for people to know your story. Oh, wow. When did I launch my business? I knew after I got my first like for real full-time corporate job that I was a horrible employee. I did not like working for somebody. (laughs) It just wasn't working for me. But this business had been, it's been screaming at me since I was nine, since I started managing money. I had my Girl Scout cookie story. My dad signed me up for Girl Scouts. And instead of just having the form and taking around to family and friends and say, hey, do you want to buy cookies? He just bought cases and told me that whatever I sold, I got to keep the cash. And so I had cash. So I'm tracking money. I'm the youngest of three. So naturally, my majority of it went to my older siblings. But at least I knew (laughs) where it was going. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But I was tracking it. And that's where it all started. That's literally where it all started. Everything else was just me going to hang out at my dad's office and learning admin stuff, just working in different departments and doing stuff. But the admin and the tracking thing is where my business was starting to brew. It was something was obviously in there telling me to get started. So once I started working in the real world, like actually doing accounting and bookkeeping work and for, for businesses, I learned what the numbers meant to the business. I really was understanding and, and working with the business owner and saying, oh, I get what this means for you. And it just kept evolving from, you know, just basic bookkeeping to bookkeeping on steroids to CFO services all the way up to business accountability, helping businesses, holding business owners accountable to their business, to the thing that they created, this baby that they birthed and allowing it to reach its full potential by keeping track of the key areas of it. That's how I got here. (laughs) I love it. Well, what it sounds like is you as you got into people's business, so to speak, and their businesses, you saw some other needs because, you know, when we become our, the business owner and we leave corporate America or, you know, we leave being an employee, it's a shock. 
there is no boss, you know, asking for numbers or wondering how we're doing or checking in. And if you don't have that kind of support from a coach or someone like yourself, who's now doing the coaching and the accountability side, you're in trouble. It's way too hard to do this alone. And it's super isolating. So for all of those of you who are listening, we have to get that support. And Levon, it's really cool. I love, you know, you and I are longtime friends and you're still very involved with the Inland Empire Women's Business Center and the Small Business Development Center. For those of you who are listening, like if you're just getting started in your business, you're like, oh, I can't even, you know, I don't even know where to start. I'm not sure if I can afford any support. That's where you start. Go to your local SBA, go to your local SBDC, go to your local Inland Empire, your local Women's Business Center, because there's a lot of experts like Levon who are there. And then you graduate and then you can start paying for more services and getting the other support you need from people like Levon, but you got to get that support. So going back, so as your business changed and evolved, like I, I'm laughing because I know the pain of that. Like I know, you know, what it's like to be inside the business and to know that something has to change. But like, let's take it back to when you first launched. Do you remember a time when, like, was there a moment when you had a big double or when you had a great month where you said to yourself, I'm like this business, it's happening. I'm making money. I'm profitable. We're moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually going back. I was looking at my numbers to see when the transition kind of took place because I launched and I was kind of straddling the fence doing part-time work and things like that for a while because, you know, you're not quite sure you're used to going somewhere and then they pay you for being there and that's cool. But, you know, there's this thing burning in you that wants to do more. So once I, I fully... It was that the first mind shift was realizing I can't straddle the fence anymore. I have to let go of being an employee and fully embrace being a business owner. And that was funny. That's around the same time I met you, <laughs> which was so cool. And so that was the first shift. That was do it. If you're going to do it, you need to do it. If not, you need to completely let it go. And completely letting it go wasn't an option. So that was the first thing was make the shift. And then once I actually started to get more consistent clients. Like it was outside of me getting people who already knew me from growing up with me or knowing I was doing this. Like, oh yeah, here, you can do my books for me. But once I got like a real client, like, oh my God, I I actually got a real client. (laughs) Like this, someone who didn't know me, who didn't see me grow up or didn't see me, you know, launch this business. They say they want me to do their books. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So that was probably the first thing that made me realize like, oh wow, I have a business. Like I really have a business. So it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then was there a time after that when you had like the money really started showing up or you got that 10th client or was there another moment like that that you remember? It was when I was going through your program and I doubled my sales. We look at the numbers and I go, wow, we just doubled my sales in, was that a month? <laughs> I remember that. I rem- Yeah, it was like you won our first award of doubling the sales the fastest in the shortest amount of time. What did that feel like for you in that moment? Like being able to look at the numbers and see not only was it happening, but it could happen fast. It was inspiring and motivating. At the same time, scary as all get out. I'll start with the scary as all get out because it, you know, you know my story. I was afraid of selling. I didn't, it was my biggest fear, my biggest thing. I told you I wanted to throw up every time I had the the whole idea of making a sales call. I was like, oh my God, I have to talk to people who don't know me. You know, that was the biggest thing. And so once I got that, so that the fear was, so now you're a salesperson. And to me, I was still embracing that title. You know, we all, you know, we have this, opinion of salespeople before we realize we are salespeople. <laughs> and so I had I got to take away after going through the program, really knowing I can let go of those preconceived notions because that was someone else coming from their perspective on what they thought connecting with people was all about. 
And I get to actually have conversations with people about what I do. So I'm not a salesperson. I'm someone who sells. So I got to get around that, which triggered the you know inspiration like, wow, I get to actually now talk to people about what I do. And the numbers show me are showing that I'm actually pretty good at it. <laughs> it actually worked. I literally doubled my sales. So I am capable of being able to talk to people and explain what I do and they get it. They literally get it and literally buy into it. And then the motivation part was now I want to do this again because this was an awesome feeling. I want to do it again. I want to keep doing it. So you went from throwing up with the fear and the limiting belief that people didn't want to hear from you or they wouldn't buy what you had. What was the limiting belief really? Like if you could dig into it a little bit. Value personal value, didn't really grasp my value, what I was bringing to the table. I knew I was bringing my passion. I love what I do. I've always loved what I did. I knew this was something I wanted to do. So now realizing that someone other than an employer was going to be willing to pay me for it. As an employee, I was a cog in the engine, you know, so I knew as long as I showed up, then I was going to get paid for it. If I got the job, then I have the job and for as long as I want the job. Now it's a situation where I am placing the value on myself and seeing if other people agree with that value. And it was one of those push and pulls of, okay, people want to buy from me, those who are my clients. And how do I value that? How do I really combine those two into one thing of, I provide a service. If I can connect with you, that's great. And that means that we can do business. And if I don't, then that's, that's not everyone can work together, but to putting it together of realizing I have something to bring to the table and there is something good and it's something passionate and there are people who appreciate it. So therefore it has value and then allowing myself to embrace that. Oh, beautiful. I know people are soaking this in. I think you bring up such a great point. You know, it's about having the conversation, showing up to see if you can help someone. And if I can help you, great. If I can't, that's okay too. At least we had the conversation. At least I felt like I offered the opportunity to support you. And so often I think we can just get, we all, I mean, I do this for a living because of my greatest fears in the past, right? And do they still come up? Absolutely. I mean, it's that old voice that doesn't go away. It's just how much playtime do we give it anymore? And how much bigger can our desire be to make an impact and help people rather than that little voice? So you're not the only one who wanted to throw up when you make sales calls (laughs) and following up. That's awesome. So then after you had your double, you just felt great. You wanted to have that more of that feeling and you knew you could help people. So I want to make sure everyone connected that. So Levon, when you look back, I mean, something that whenever I think of you, like you're like tough. I'm the same way. Like I'm scrappy. Like you just figure it out. You keep going, you figure it out. You don't give up. You keep going, you figure it out. What do you think? Like when you look back at the trajectory of your life and your business, What's the number one limiting belief you've had to change in your life to keep going? Oh, goodness. I know. Deep thoughts. Deep. <laughs> well, the crazy part about it, it really was the valuation, but it was from different viewpoints. So one of them was I have value. That was the biggest one. The other biggest one was connecting. I learned to love what I do early. My first lesson from my grandfather was find the thing you love to do. You never have to work a day in your life. So in finding that I love what I did, the other hard part was now connecting it with making money. Like I could say, when I was an employee, I got a job, so I connected it with with my time. I was giving you my Monday through Friday, whatever vacation time or sick time I took, but whatever, I was giving you my time and you were giving me money. Now, as a business owner, it was, 
I'm doing something I love to do and you want to pay me for it. Like that seems kind of odd. Like I'm having a ball. I get to nerd up and get into your books and see what's going on. And you want to pay me for that? It's like, it was weird. It was just after I really got into it and I saw that I was really making money at this, it was like, wow, I kind of feel like I'm taking advantage of people because they're paying me to have fun. And now I feel like I'm sullying the work because now it needs to be a exchange conversation. There's going to need to be a discussion of exchanging and am I devaluing what I'm doing by asking for the money? So that was the next big thing I had to get around was, so now I have people who want to pay me. I have a core group of clients that are, are really supporting me, allowing me to really get my footing on my systems and processes so I can grow my business to the next level. And now that that's set, it's now time to go back out. And it's like, it was that separation between, ooh, I got to ask you for money now. We had this great conversation. It was awesome. I love the work. I'm really excited about getting into it. And now I need to change the dynamic of the conversation a little bit. And that was the next thing of realizing it's just a part of the flow. It's a part of the exchange. We have now established that we do want to work together. We have established that the value is there and that I know what I'm worth and you've agreed that it's worth it to you. And now it's the whole, okay, now I have to invoice you and you got to pay me for it <laughs> kind of thing. It was it's all around value. It was just different stages and different views of it that I really had to push to get around and grow through and, and really embrace that this is a business and people paying me is a part of that. <laughs> so that's a consistent part of that. And what's great is that, and I want to make sure everyone hears this, is that people are paying you for what's easy and what comes super easy for you and what you're really good at. And I think there's so many entrepreneurs that still do the hard things in the business or do things they don't want to do because they can't get to the belief, I can be paid really well for what's easy for me. Like they can't get to that. I mean, I, you know, in my own business, speaking on this, I can't believe how much people pay to have someone come and do a keynote. I mean, that was always a dream. That was a pipe dream. Like when I met Brian Tracy and all these people, I thought, wow, but that's not me. Like I can't be them. And now like that's continued to unfold at greater and greater rate. And it shocks me because it's become easy. And it feels like such a blessing to sit on, you know, stand on a stage and just like watch people have these transformations and then they pay you for that. Right. So for those of you who are listening, like you got to connect what Levon is saying, like you can be paid highly and you can be paid lots and lots of money for what comes easy for you. And you just have to, you got to, we got to all accept that. Yeah. <laughs> you can be paid well for what's easy. I love that. So let's dig in. I know you through networking. I mean, that's how we met, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Originally we met through networking. Well, it was your networking training. Yeah. Where did we first, first? Networking with intention. That was my very first interaction with you was your, Networking with Intention class at the Corona Chamber. At the Chamber? Now I remember. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I always think it's novel because we spent so much time there. Anyway, so we met through networking. I know you're a phenomenal networker. I'm guessing you probably still do some networking today. Yeah, I do. I'm getting back into it again, you know, because it's always hard to find the right group. And then when you do, you realize that it's, you know, trying to do the balance of time because... And my running joke is God created the entrepreneur, but only gave us 24 hours in a day, which makes it a little difficult. But yeah, I do love networking. I like to meet people and just, you know, have the conversations with them and see what's going on. I like being to be a part of organizations more than just kind of random networking. I like being a part of groups. I'm a big family person. So I like to get into folds with people because what I do, it requires 
to get to know people. And it's a lot easier to get to know people when it's the intention is not on us doing business together. The intention is on us doing whatever we came together to do. And then we get to know each other. And then then the business relationship unfolds from that way. I like to go, let's be friends first. Let's get to know each other more deeply before you invite me into your accounting. Because that's, that's, that's basically yourself. inviting me into, yeah, it's like inviting me into your bed at home. Like, hey, yeah. how are you doing? <laughs> All right. So tell me about that. So would you say networking is one of your top two strategies that you used in the past with W Sales? Or what would you say, looking at the trajectory of the business, like what are the top two strategies that have worked best for you to maybe keep growing the business? It's been the networking. I mean, as far as external strategies, it's been networking. I don't consider myself a typical accounting person in any way, shape or form. Like I don't fit in that mold at all. So it's been getting to know me and seeing the difference between me and the typical accountant has been my biggest thing. You know, if if you can get comfortable with me, then that's how we're going to feel safe talking to me about the things you got to talk to me about when it comes to your numbers. There's fears, there's concerns, there's things you want. And the only way that I can support you, if you trust me enough to be 100% honest with me so that I can help find the right strategy to get you what you need and what you want and out of your business financially. So it's networking and word of mouth. That's been my biggest thing is people knowing me, liking me, and then wanting to do business with me. Everything else has been more internal, you know, me focusing on, you know, every time a limiting belief came up, knowing how to get around it, through it, understand it and work on it. But networking has been the number one way of how my business has grown. Yeah. So, but that's an important point, the letting go of limiting beliefs, because it can be truly paralyzing for people if they let that one limiting belief get them stuck of whatever it may be. How do you handle limiting beliefs now? Like, is it faster to move yourself through the process of questioning that belief and moving to a new one? Or what's your advice for our listeners? It's... After learning how to identify that that's what it was, you know, whenever I learned to listen to my body, so my body will tell me whether it be a form of anxiety or, you know, just a gut feeling and we all have them. So once I acknowledge that it's there, then I do say, okay, so thank you. You're telling me something that I need to do and that makes it go a lot faster. So now that I know what is there and that is there, I know it's there to protect me in some way, shape or form. Now that I know nothing's coming to actually sabotage me, it's coming to give me a lesson, something that I need, I wasn't aware of. Then now I can go through the process of seeing what, lack of a better term, where do I feel I might be getting violated in some way? Is it a belief that I have? Is it my values? Is it that I feel uncomfortable in the situation? What is it so that I can then address it? I'm a big fan of if you name it and you know what it is, then it's a lot easier to work with it. You kind of got to name something in order to be able to figure out what it is. I mean, how to work with it. Because if you don't know what you're working with, then it's kind of hard to fix it. (laughs) You can't fix it. True. So I'm a big fan of let's figure out what is it that I'm trying to be triggered or that I'm being triggered on. And so that I can figure out what that is and determine, okay, is that meaning that I need to reevaluate this deal or this process or the system or this person or this networking group or whatever it is? If something wants to give me a heads up, let me listen to it. And then I will take that to my journal, to my meditation and kind of play out what it is that's happening. And then from there, I'm able to make an educated decision on how I'm going to move forward with it. Right. So really listening to your intuition is so important. Well, I want to make sure we have time to hear more from you. And we know you're an expert in business accountability. I'd love to hear your top two to three strategies that you work with in terms of how you support your clients or what you support them in, how you help them really reach their business goals. 
Well, the first thing with when I'm working with my business owners and my clients is to get them to comprehend that they are CEOs. CEOs make decisions. CEO, I mean, no matter what type of business you're in, if you're responsible for bringing in your, you know, supporting yourself through sales or having your own business, you're a CEO, which means that's you're responsible for not only making sure you make money, but there are your vendors are, are expecting you to, to be around. Your customers are expecting you to be around. If you have contractors or employees, they're expecting you to be around. So you're responsible for other people, not just you. So once you step into that level, that's the biggest thing. So helping business owners under comprehend that. That's the first big hurdle or strategy that I work with with my clients is, dude, you're a business owner. Right. You're a CEO. So let's look at this from that standpoint. And then the next strategy is then now, how do we get you to look at your business as a CEO, which is comprehending your numbers? Do you know the dollar value of what you do every day? Every day from, you know, going to Starbucks to, you know, buying a new piece of equipment to hiring someone to changing to a different software. You get the value, the dollar value of what's happening every day, because if you can get that, then you know exactly where it is you're going to be making your changes. So it, my biggest thing is getting this CEO, newly <laughs> minded CEOs to comprehend that you need to look at your business from your financial reports. The biggest guys don't look at their bank accounts. They're looking at their financial reports to tell them what's going on. That's how you're going to communicate with the outside world, people who aren't you or aren't a part of your world, your business, what's going on with your business. Right. So that's such a great reminder of, so first and foremost, remember that you are the CEO and you need to make decisions every single day. And sometimes they're decisions that you don't want to make. And second is to look at the numbers. They do tell you everything. Look at the reports. There's tons of information there and most people don't want to track it. They're scared to look at it. I know too, there's a lot, there can be a lot of shame around money and looking at their finances. What advice, Laban, do you have for someone if they feel like I'm scared for someone to look at my numbers, I haven't, you know, my sales aren't where they need to be, or I haven't been tracking things? What would you say to them? The best way to overcome something is to just face it. Yeah. It's just that you're still in business for a reason, regardless of the fear. You don't want to see the numbers. You don't want to know, but you're still there. You're in the fight. So let's just open our eyes and actually fight whatever it is we're going against with our eyes wide open. Because if you can see it, then you can see what's going on. So it'd just be a matter of, you know, I know that the belief is I can't, is this embarrassing? I, you know, I'm afraid. All of those things are there. But again, it's there because it wants to tell you that there's something you can do about it. So it's just a matter of just know that it's telling you that it's giving you the opportunity to make a decision to do something about it. And once you make the decision to do something about it, now all the solutions are coming at you. What do they say when the student's ready, the teacher appears, right? So when you make the decision to go at it, to go forward 100%, then now we're playing the game. Now we're in there. Yes. And on the other side of that, we know, right, LeVon, that it's, there's peace, there's freedom. Like we just feel so much better. And for anyone who is feeling shame about the numbers, I get it. Like I remember the first time I was like, you know, I no longer have a CFO. I don't have an accounting team. Like I need help. And, you know, my first year in business, we definitely lost money. I mean, it was like a lot of investing and it ended up being fine on my tax returns. Like that was okay. <laughs> I had score, so it was all good. I didn't know that. That was like the magic. Oh, it was actually a good thing this first year to lose money. Okay, whatever. I'm saying it's a good thing, but you know what I mean? Like it actually had some positive tech. So there was positives in it and I learned a lot, but 
I mean, looking back, it's like, I can't live without, you have to have those numbers. You have to have those reports. You have to be able to make a decision from that place, which is a perfect segue in our last couple of minutes. Laban, how can our listeners get more from you? I know you have something cool for free. And then you're going to tell us about if someone wants to work with you or wants support, how they can work with you. And also we know you're in Southern California, but can people work with you from anywhere? Well, to answer the last question first, yes, you can work with me from anywhere. I love technology. When it works, it's awesome. It allows you to do so many great things. <laughs> but as a starter, I'm a big fan of, like I said, of, of getting to know people and understanding what's going on. So I love, I have a free accountability session where we talk about what are the things that are screaming at you in your business? What are the fears? What are the concerns? What are the issues? And then what are the goals? What are the things you want? So in this accountability session is almost like a therapy session. That's what my client likes to call it. He calls it his therapy sessions when we work together. (laughs) His wife even said, can I have one of your appointments so I can work with her if she's giving you that kind of mental support? So it's the free accountability session. You can access from my website. You can connect with me on Facebook and LinkedIn. And you can schedule a one hour virtual accountability session. And we go through, like I said, all your fears, your concerns and your goals. And we determine if my strategies and theories will suit you. And then if they do suit you, then we have the ability to to do a 90 day accountability, accountability coaching. We look at your business from all the three areas and over 90 days, we put in the strategies that we've come up with in the accountability session. We put those into play. And we really help turn your business around in 90 days. That's awesome. So if someone wants to take advantage of this, we know, so for everyone who's listening, you can go to accountingstrong.com. Where should they email you? Is there a corporate phone number? How can they reach out to you, Levon? Sure. So you can email me at info at accountingstrong. Perfect. And then the office number is area code 951-394-7679. Okay. And just for a little more clarity, like what kind of problems would someone be having in their business where it would make sense to reach out to you for this free accountability session? Is it accounting and business strategy? Like give us a little more of like what I might be challenged with to know if you're a good fit for that first call. I love that. The surface level challenge that people are having is usually I need to file tax returns. They're behind. They're trying to get their financials together. And it's they need to get that going because that's usually the first thing that the surface level is you need to get taxes done or you're trying to get reports done because you need you're getting ready to move or, you know, someone needs financial reports from you. That's usually the surface level need. The secondary need that comes into play is your like this is the great time of the year to start planning for next year and you really want to know what to look for what to be prepared for. So if you're in a planning mode, you're ready to start gearing up and getting ready for 2020. Wow, we're really saying that. If you're really getting ready for 2020, then that's an excellent opportunity to schedule an accountability session. We really look at your business and we see how do we map out what you want your 2020 to be? What are the areas we need to focus on as we get ready to close out this year so we can really put some things in the place for next year? Got it. Beautiful. So for anyone who's listening, if you feel the pull and you want this kind of support from Levon, you can reach out to her email info at accountingstrong.com. And I want to mention in the subject line, you can put double your sales now or yes. just put Ursula, right? So they know where you get <laughs> <Yeah>. from. <laughs> yeah. No worries. And then, so I love to close with this question, Levon. Sometimes people are having their best day, their best year, their best month in business and they're rocking. And this is just, you know, more motivation for them to keep going. Others, though, might be having their toughest day in business. What would you say to someone who is having a tough month, feel like giving up, wondering what they were ever thinking? What would you say to them? 
One of my coaches gave me this amazing line, you know, life, it starts with an L and ends in an E and it's got that if in the middle. And it's just about, you know, choice. Choice is a powerful thing. Suffering is always optional. And right now you can choose to let something beat you or you can choose to embrace your life. Every day is a choice. Everything is a choice. And it's about, do you want it? If you really want it, acknowledge that this sucks right now and say, this is just this moment. Whatever this is, is just right now. This is not the end. This is not the definition. This is the lesson. And to buck up buttercup and let's go. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. That resonated. I can feel that too. That's really powerful. I want to thank you, Levon, for being here today with us. I want to thank you for being you and having an amazing company, just the way you support the Inland Empire Women's Business Center, the SBDC, and so many other great organizations out there. So thank you so much. Thank you. This is awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to your podcast someday. I'm just planting that seed. So, all right, Levon, thanks again. And thank you to all our listeners all over the world. Remember to go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift to get your free gift. And if you have an event coming up, email me, contact at salescoachnow.com and someone on my team will get back to you. Thanks again, everybody. And make this your most epic month yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales now. Thank you.